Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of the NL Feast podcast. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the target to my Walmart, Brandon Gross. I, you know, I think that was the, your nicest one yet, that you were Walmart, <laughs> and I am Target. <laughs> I did think about it, and I was like, uh, okay, I could go either way with this. I could either come out of the gate hot, insulting Brandon, or I can give him a little compliment up top. So I went with the compliment route. That's right. White girls love to shop, <laughs> shop me, and uh, people in Arkansas love to shop you. You know, that's... <laughs> not to, uh, yeah, one not of us to sells insult guns. Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. All our listeners in Arkansas. Yeah, one of us sells guns, and one of us sells, uh, like, I don't know, chinos at a discounted yeah. price. <laughs> I'm sell- actually... Not to put my girlfriend on blast, but I'm sitting next to two Target bags that very much influenced the the coming up with this introduction. So, you know what? Maybe <laughs> well, you're right, Brandon. Maybe well, you're right. That's Sam's mo. He's got to see them in his vision, maybe <laughs> peripheral <laughs> vision, but Sam needs to see his comparisons in his sight. So, thank you, though. I like this one. This is one of my favorite ones. That's Listen, what I'll this say. is a great one. This is a great one. I'm trying to think of other positive ones I've done for you. I mean, there's been like neutral ones, like the soap to my sponge. I think is one I've done. Ginger and garlic. Ginger and garlic, everybody likes both of those things. Well, I guess ginger's a little bit... Uh, can ginger be a little controversial? I think so, but also garlic's controversial if you're talking you think vampires. So? <laughs> no, I didn't even think about <laughs> like that. You alienated. really did not think of You were like, where's he going? Uh, first off, you fucked with all of our listeners from Arkansas, and I just alienated the vampires. vampires. We're done. Did you, uh, did Brandon, you know... How, uh, no, please continue. I was going to say, did you know my grandfather's from uh, Transylvania? My great Ooh. my great grandfather, excuse me, was Spooky. from Transylvania. Yeah. Spooky. So you got a little Dracula in you, is that oh, what I'm hearing? I got a little Dracula in me, baby. <laughs> Hopefully I if said, I play my cards right. <laughs> Ooh, fingers crossed. I almost said I hope you avoid the full moon, but I don't think that's Dracula. So uh, again, we've talked famously about how I hate spooky things, so it's kind of in character for me to not know about whether uh it's Dracula's or werewolves that hate the full moon. Is it? Yeah, werewolves are, are sparked by the full moon. They don't hate it, though. They probably like it if you're a werewolf, right? <laughs> the plural of Draculas is, is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because isn't Dracula just like a, like a proper noun? Like it's just like uh, yeah, a, a it, name? Yeah. He's like one guy that was like a count in uh, on a <laughs> castle in Transylvania, right? Yeah, we're like uh, all those King Kongs over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back to my classic question of how was your week, Brandon? Uh, my week was okay. Speaking of relatives it is uh the start of the jewish new year year 5782 i believe uh, correct me if i'm wrong jewish listeners but i think 5782 well congratulations so, oh th- thank you that's what you said congratulations <laughs> you made it another year yeah but uh but yeah so it's the start of that uh now apparently it goes two days which is i know i'm a bad jew i don't know this but my dad just told me that it, mm. it goes through wednesday but i was like i have no concept of how it relates to the date because I'm a stupid bad Jew. But, you know, <laughs> you can't say that. I can say that. Yeah, listen, I would never come close to that <laughs> phrase with the fucking 10-foot pole. But aside from that, uh, so, yeah, Happy New Year to our Jewish listeners out there. Happy New and, Year. Uh, but, yeah, aside from that, good week overall. Had some good food. It's Labor Day. Let's You know what? Let's make Ooh, Labor baby. Day every every day during the week. <laughs> Am I right? Brandon, People? We're, uh, honestly, yeah. Can I make Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Labor Day as well? <laughs> We gotta, I, uh, we gotta no, make that but, a meme. Is what I was gonna yeah. say. We got more Labor Day memes. Yeah. God, we are we are out of the gate talking over each other so much. I am a hundred percent to blame for this. So I would like to apologize right out right away. Yeah, you I feel better. like I I fucking bulldoze things sometimes. So I'm just like I have a thought and I need to say it now, and, <laughs> we, we, and I don't take into account. It's okay, man. It's like uh, you know, I'll just remember that later on in life <laughs> when you're sleep. Yeah, right before you go to sleep. Yeah. And, 
you're just wide awake. <laughs> um, I is there like a celebration for the Jewish New Year? Like, are, are you going to do anything in particular? Or are you just going to kind of so, like acknowledge it? So the the thing is, uh, it sh- it's like the saying is like to have a sweet New Year. So uh, the thing is, normally apples and honey is oh yum yeah. So which is a, a nice little treat. Um, so yeah, so I made sure to get some apples at the grocery store earlier today. But a story that reminds me of this is uh, when, because I went to Hebrew school briefly, and basically what that is for our non-Jewish listeners, or Sam, is that, (laughs) is basically like you go every Saturday, it's almost like Sunday school for, 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 uh, for your people. Um, So (laughs) on on Saturday, uh, you would go, I think it was Saturday, right? Yeah, it was Saturday, okay. Um, You would go and uh, uh, learn basically like Hebrew and Hebrew letters just to gear up for a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah was basically the the thinking but i remember okay. one year i showed up late to the class for some reason and uh it was i guess it was around this time of year around the jewish new year and then i walk in and some and the weird israeli teacher i had was like brendan did you have apples and honey <laughs> and i was like and i didn't know what that was cause my parents weren't particularly religious and i guess we just didn't do that yeah, that year yeah. and i was like no and then he was like why didn't you have that and then these two <laughs> and then these two like twins that were in the class were like yeah why didn't you have that <laughs> you got bullied <laughs> i got bullied yeah and i oh remember that and i was like the fuck man this is also, not a bullying place <laughs> yeah this of all this isn't a bullying place um you didn't tell me that dracula was your hebrew school yeah, yeah, that was him. <laughs> that was, that's crazy. Anyway, uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I've had a weird week. We have uh, we have a couple stories. One story in particular that I'm saving for 60 second stories. But I also just like I'm sure you saw in the news, New York City got clobbered by yeah. a hurricane this week. So I uh, I didn't didn't take it seriously and went and visited some friends uh, in Park Slope and was hanging out there. Um, and I was like walking up to their apartment and they live on top of a bar and I, and I looked and I was like, peek my head in. Hold on. Back up. They live. Oh, they live (laughs) on top. Okay. I had to like think about that for a second. I was like, huh? They live on the roof of a bar. The roof of a bar. They're like pigeons hanging out in, uh, hanging out in cages. (laughs) Um, but the landlord owns the bar below the building they live in, which is on top of the bar. Um, and I was, and I, and I saw that they were closed and I like clocked out. I was like, oh, they think it's going to be that bad that they're closing the bar for the night. It's like a Tuesday or whatever. I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, it periodically got really, really worse. I start walking t- from their apartment to the subway station, and the water on the corner of the subway station is, like, shin deep. And it, it's not like one of those jump over the puddle thing and you'll be fine. This is like, oh, I'm accepting the fact now that, that my shoes are going to just be drenched and my, my bottom half of my pants will be drenched. So I wade through it. I'm in, I'll post some pictures. I took some pictures when I was in the subway station. There's just, like, a crack in the wall and water shooting horizontally out of the crack in the wall of the subway station. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, and the, but the train comes in two minutes, and I have to make a transfer. So I'm going up north to go back down south. So I, like, take the train up to the, the Barclays Center stop, which is, like, the big downtown stop. There's, like, every almost every train goes through there. Um, and then I walk to my platform, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Uh, for about an hour, and I run into my roommate Mackenzie, and we're just sitting there you waiting. You run into for, her, dude. Just out of the just stranger, she went to some trivia night and just like showed up, and like, we both were That's waiting for the same so trivia weird, at the same time. isn't it? Yeah, very, very weird. Uh, mainly because I'm, it makes sense. So I would on a normal time would have not ran into her, but because it turns out the trains weren't running, I was just sitting there waiting for like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and after another 30 minutes of waiting with her, I'm like, we're taking an Uber. And so as we're walking up, we hear something over the announcement that's like, all trains are closed. Like, the trains are not running. Like, you're just, you're stranded at Barclay Center now. Find a way home. We, like, between the two of us called, like, 10 or 11 Ubers. They always connect and then get canceled. Always connect and get canceled. We, like, find that there's a bus near us that'll run and take us, like, in the general vicinity of our apartment. So we go and wait for the bus. The first bus comes. Like, we're, we're hiding under shelter. The first bus comes. We run back out through the rain or get poured on. And it just drives right by us because it's too full. And it just says, next bus please and then we wa- get a load of this we walk back to the shelter that we're under and it's right next to the street it's like uh, it's like on the curb essentially uh and a car in classic movie fashion runs over a puddle and just waves sprays me with all of the water from the puddle um and never have i felt more like a like the main character of a movie of like a rom-com where things are going badly <laughs> than in that moment um and i'm just soaked finally thank god the bus shows up we get on the uh, get on the bus it's like slammed but we're able to get home but it was like a two-hour commute home and then we and then I, i'm like seeing all these videos when i get back of like five blocks from where i initially boarded the subways like cars up to their windows covered in water like it was nuts dude it was a it was a nuts week so was the bus going through water like high levels of water no it was it managed to it was just a car it was like the traffic was there and we were standing on the side of the curb and then just a random car hit a big puddle and just like splashed my ass i got splashed bro (laughs) splashed my ass (laughs) it was splashed my ass i splashed my ass but i did i washed my shoes because they got soaked they're my favorite shoes they're just like i don't even know what the canvas converse is um and i dunked them in uh like the sink with hot water hot soapy water just like scrubbed them and the sink water was like gray brownish afterwards like <laughs> the new york city flood water is a nightmare is an absolute nightmare <laughs> which is funny because like you gotta drink the new york city water <laughs> they're like the bagels are so good because our water's so bad why is my bagel gray um <laughs> stop asking questions well, i'm glad you're safe i'm glad mackenzie's yes. safe um and wow that's scary i mean honestly is it, uh, my question for you is was the bar was was the top of the bar hang was the above the bar hangout worth it no, okay. no, of course not. No, it's, this is this is like this is my good friend Chris and his and his lovely girlfriend. We I see them three times a week. Like this was yeah. not an emergency hangout that I needed by any stretch of the imagination. I just got back from hanging out with him and a couple of our other friends. Like I see Chris all the time. I work with Chris, so mm-hmm. like I see Chris almost every single day. This was not a needed hangout by any stretch of the imagination. This was just like, oh, Miranda's out tonight. I might as well go hang out with some friends and see what's going on. Not worth it. Absolutely not worth it. But <laughs> at a yeah, cer- at a certain point, did you uh, want to go back to their place and be like, "Can I stay here?" Or no? Are you the type that of person? That was what, yes. Chris fell asleep immediately after I left, but I texted his girlfriend and was like, uh, "Hey, I may need to just walk back to your place because it was only the way it works is I had to like get up." go north a stop mm-hmm. to be more in downtown Brooklyn. I know that sounds contradictory to go north to get to downtown, but I had mm-hmm. to go one. But so it was like walking distance. It's like a 10 minute walk. I normally just take the train cause it's faster, but um, yeah, that was definitely on the table was walking over there. And then I was like in group chats, texting friends that I knew had cars being like, all right, buddy, time to step up. I need, <laughs> I need help. I'm stranded right now. And then they're very understandably looking at like Twitter videos of New York and Manhattan and Brooklyn, just like completely flooded and being like, we're not driving out on this. You're kind of on your own. But there was, yeah, there was a moment where I was like, I'm stranded. Maybe I'm not going anywhere tonight. I'm soaking wet. This is a nightmare. But, um, I took a hot shower afterwards and it was so nice. <laughs> so nice after all that nonsense. But yeah, that's been my, that week, was my buddy. next question. How was your shower? <laughs> My shower was great. Hot. All right. It was approximately 103.2 degrees. Exactly. Ooh, just so you like I it. Know. Um, I know. Uh, yeah. So that was my week. So I, I went to a hurricane. Also went to the day before. So this must have been a Wednesday that the hurricane happened. Another indication was that the Mets-Marlins game got canceled like 24 hours in advance. Yeah. 
and I should have been like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess they expect a little bit, a little bit of rain. I didn't know it was a hurricane, but yeah, what are you gonna do? So I did go to the double header though, Brandon. Oh, I know you did. How was that? <laughs> that was a wonderful time. Go, honestly, going to baseball games alone is an underrated experience. Because, like, m- more so than in a, any other sport, do I feel inclined to talk to the people that I'm sitting around? So, like, there's like a New York couple, like, it probably in their 50s, um, that were just like a dude had been uh, said he was a fan since 1969 or 1967 or something. He's just like a, an older dude that had been a Mets fan his whole life, uh, and his and his partner, and then just like a couple of friends that were hanging out and like was right by the Marlins dugout, which is like screaming. I got there an hour. Early. This is how long it's been since I tried to go early and meet baseball players is that I showed up an hour early and they didn't come out for 45 minutes until after I got like they really did not do a lot of warming up I just got there and was just like walking around an empty stadium for a while um but it was great dude can't can't recommend it have you ever done a baseball game alone I never have no I I understand though why you enjoy it though because I've been invited by people that I'm not as close to to a game like I've been invited by people on my softball team that not you of course I would go with you we've been to games (laughs) before but I but I would uh you know but other people that I'm just like "Mm, I don't want to go with you because it's like because for me I enjoy watching it like I don't need to hear like I love sport ball shit you know what I mean like I don't want to hear that so it's like I would rather go by myself for sure you're brave though because I don't think I would probably do it at a Marlins game because Marlins fans not to generalize you all but you're pretty tame I don't think I would get harassed too much as a Mets fan yeah not gonna get your ass kicked uh uh, bold on you to go <laughs> solo Marlins fan to a Mets game. I know it's a day game in the middle of the week, so no one, you know, most people probably aren't dude, too was, fired up. But <laughs> yeah, there was almost nobody there, and there was yeah. like no like drunk dude around me screaming because it's like two p.m. Like not a time to be getting the party on. But um, yeah, and then so and then um, there's there's a middle to the between the two games. The story that I'll say on my sixty. Wait, what story, happened in go, the first game though? What do you mean? What happened? I don't know. Just give us a recap. Do you no, remember what no, happened? What are you talking about? No, no, no. no, 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 no it's fine. You should tell fine. us. So famously, the Marlins had a meltdown. Brandon, the Marlins got Jorge Alfaro, left fielder, famously a left fielder, <laughs> just bobbled the easiest like run up to a ground ball to throw it home and prevent the game winning run. Yeah, dude, it was kind of a nightmare game. I was in a pretty stinky mood. You were texting me. You were apologizing. I, I did feel bad. To... I did feel bad because I experienced a similar thing at Dodger Stadium two years ago when Edwin Diaz. Hmm, interesting. He blew a game today, too. <laughs> but uh, when Edwin Diaz uh, was really bad in 2019 against the Dodgers, Mets were up 7-3, to three, and uh, he Im- he imploded it imploded dude. in the ninth, and they lost 8-7. to seven. So I've been there, and I did actually feel bad for you because there's nothing like coasting you're like your team's doing well in the ninth and there's just an implosion also like a an error too it's just like yeah, it makes dude. my skin crawl because i i know that feeling too well so i did actually feel bad for you i don't want to gloat at all <laughs> no no please uh, out of all of the times i've taken shots at the mets in front of you you're allowed to gloat a little bit also it was like a great jazz performance like jazz i think had two doubles or like mm-hmm. it was really everybody was playing well uh, Marlins legend Jonathan VR had like a dead center home run. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was a, a weird game. But and everybody around me was pretty cool about it. Like the two dudes that I was talking to and hanging out with a little. I mean, hanging out is a loose definition of the word. But like that, I was casually chatting with every few minutes or every five or ten minutes or so. They left in the bottom of the eighth, so they didn't have to. They didn't like pester me or like. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, just like harass me for this. But the the old Mets couple. We're like, we're so sorry that happened. Like, <laughs> tough break. Good for you for sticking around for the whole game. And I was like, I'm coming back for more, baby. I'm a masochist. I'm coming at the sea at seven o'clock. <laughs> um, and then there was like, a, they don't let you stay in the stadium if you, even if you have tickets for the second game. So I had to like leave. Had an insane thing happen. Come back. Um, and I'm hanging out with Chris, the aforementioned Chris, the person mm-hmm. I see too much to ever hang out with during a hurricane. Um, Who's a Mets fan? And, 
he's a Mets fan, and we were doing the standing section. We got like the cheapest tickets, and we we're just standing there. And then he was like, "Let's see if we can like kind of sneak our way down to a section. Go walk around till we're on the visitors' dugout side. Pretty much the same section that I was sitting in previously. Um, and the the attendant, whatever that name is, what's the name? Uh, yeah, I think attendants. Attendance. Like, this podcast is me just being like, hey, what's a word for this thing I'm thinking right now? <laughs> um, Brandon and, teaches Sam words. <laughs> <laughs> basic vocabulary with Brandon and Sam. Um, but he's talking to this this woman, and we just confidently walked right past him and got like four rows from the dugout, like like shouting distance. Hell so I'm yeah. immediately screaming at all the players. I got Lazardo to acknowledge me. I got Sandy to acknowledge really? me. Yeah, Jazz tipped his cap to us when he was walking back into the dugout. And then this is the move. So if you manage to get down there, you have to, when you're walking back up, like we were going to grab a drink or go get like water. I don't know what we were doing. Um, but we were going back up and we needed to make sure that we could get back in. So I immediately talked to the attendant so that he sees me. I'm wearing a Marlins sugar cane jersey. So there's like very clearly not a lot of people wearing that. Um, and he immediately makes a comment on my jersey. And I'm like, I'm in. This dude thinks I can. And so the next time we walked back down, he's just like, hey, welcome back. And like didn't look for our tickets or anything. Amazing. So, yeah, it was great. It was Should great. they Are great. they normally checking tickets every time at City Field? Not every time, but yeah, if they wow. don't recognize you or you're, you're going. That's down funny because Dodger time, Stadium yeah. is like chaos. Like I've done, really? I've, yeah, because I've done obviously mo- most of my recent games I've been to have been Dodger Stadium. It's sort of like they yeah. they can check it, but like most people are not standing at the start of a entrance. Maybe because like you can't really move because like every game sold out there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, dude, maybe that's like, why. But yeah. um, but yeah, no, I mean I have not I have not experienced that. I mean I've been in City Field in years, but uh, but I have not experienced that. But I'm glad you had fun despite the Marlins two losses. Um, yeah. And also I like how you said that the players acknowledge you because that could mean that they gave you the middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> could That's mean, true. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what yeah, they did. Yeah. But they, they didn't acknowledge. You're like Lizardo. Like, he's like fuck you. We did we did talk about that. Yeah, he's like go oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, we did. T- he's also from New York. I don't know if you know this. We uh he I got Jazz to retweet me. I took a great picture of Jazz. Great picture. Threw it up on the timeline, and I was like, "Jazz retweets anything, anything and everything mm-hmm. about Jazz." So he'll throw the retweet up. So I tagged him, in it, and sure enough, got those likes, baby. Got those likes. I didn't I, help. I was gonna say didn't help the podcast at all, but I got those <laughs> likes. I thought you were gonna ask him if he's gonna be in the pod, man. What the hell? Yeah, he. I panicked, dude. I turned into like a. I felt so embarrassed because he came around to like sign autographs, and he was like grabbing balls. From the practice, oh, signing so them and throwing got, them to you fans. Could have gotten a... And if I had acted quicker, yeah. he would have not have done the podcast intro thing. He was like quantity over quality was just yeah. like rail and autographs and stuff. Like, but I could have for sure if I had not been a, like a, a a wimp and had approached him sooner, could have gotten an autograph, maybe a signed ball. I brought a little baseball card for him to sign. Like I was came prepared, and yeah, I just didn't. And I was like shaking after. Like I I am a, such a nerve for like a person who did stand-up comedy and like made myself susceptible to public humiliation with regularity <laughs> um yeah i i get weirdly nervous in situations like that and that was a great instance of it where i was like what the f- you're a 30 year old man dude get it together <laughs> what's the matter with you i don't think that's anything to to be upset about because i think i would be the same way and most most people will be some people are shameless but also it's more embarrassing in my eyes to be a shameless a uh, 40-year-old guy that's like, hey, give me the ball! You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I saw the guy sense. at the Dodgers stadium being like, Ricky, Ricky bonus to the Mets <laughs> bullpen coach. Like, that's more embarrassing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, they're probably going to get more autographs than you and get more balls than you, but yes, it's like, yeah. you, you're, no, you're acting like a normal human and I would feel the same cost? exact way. At what cost? <laughs> um, it was just cool, man. Like, I, I really haven't seen the Marlins since 2019 and that, those were nosebleed seats. So, like, this was so cool being like, uh, 20 yards away from like all of the Marlins players that I've been like 
obsessively yeah. watching for the last two years and just like seeing how much bigger like Jesus Sanchez and Brian De La Cruz are just like monster guys like with huge shoulders and like also like the interactions in between innings like the the part that is obviously not broadcasted like seeing who was talking to who Jorge yeah. Alfaro dapped up a cop and I was like don't tell Billy the Marxist <laughs> <laughs> he's his favorite player is yeah. like a, the high five in every cop on he the started saying field. blue lives matter started chanting it it was Very crazy <laughs> you know what that's probably why he messed up in left field dude he was getting too yeah. buddy buddy with the NYPD um, but just like yeah watching like Miggy was talking to I think it was like Jazz and Brian and like trying to get him like teach like show like just constant captain shit like just like constantly talking to him and like moving him in places and it was great dude. and it's it also so nice to go to a game that because I know like we said that one was you know pretty cleared out because of being a day game a, a yeah. part of a doubleheader during the week so it's pro- it's also nice to go to those games where there are not a lot of other fans because it's really it's really yeah. an intimate experience then and you had good yeah. seats too so it's like calm relaxing you know you're not like stressed by any means like if you go to a once again if you go to a dodgers game any game you're gonna be a little elevated you know because of the ambiance yeah um city feels also just like obviously i'm a marlins fan but like at night with the lights like any major league baseball game is just so much fun to be at yeah like the atmosphere is so great um and mets fans are passionate like i I haven't really picked a lot of fights with Mets fans on this podcast, but like they're uh, they I'll give them one thing and they're like passionate baseball fans. Like everybody there like knows what they're talking about and like cares. It's not like uh, like a Dodgers game. Honestly, a Dodgers game is like full of a lot of dudes on dates, full of a lot of like people. But also like uh, L.A. was a great baseball city. Like I remember is, walking yeah. into like a, a bar during the World Series or like the, the NLCS and them like everybody paying attention to one thing and like being so zoomed, like so just like zoned in on one thing. It was so cool. So. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Is that enough bullshit? Do we need to start getting to? <laughs> hey, you know it's Labor Day, so we're not we're not working. We're not we're working f- today. So we're we're this is a loosey goosey pod. This okay? that's what I'm saying. This that's is Jewish New Year. This is Labor Day pod. <laughs> we're doing what we want to do today. Okay. We're just hanging out. The NL East did have a pretty exciting week, though, Brandon. I don't know how many games you caught, but like the the Braves are struggling a bit. Ozzy Albies survived being carted off the f- carried off the field. Yeah. Like, it was very reminiscent to like I don't know if you saw Paul Pierce once. I think it was during a finals. Uh-huh. Old basketball player who got like an injury on the court and they brought a wheelchair out and wheelchaired him out and then he just like <laughs> came back in the game. <laughs> did, I never I, saw that. That's very funny. Yeah, though. very very funny. It's probably like I don't know like 15 years ago. But then, uh, anyways, the Phillies have won seven of the last three. They're getting a little hot. We'll get to our classic stories, 60 seconds or sl- classic segments. That's what I'm trying to say. 60-second stories, feast or famine, upcoming series, and not feature future fans. But, Brandon, before we get into any of that, the Braves, Phillies, and Mets are now separated by only four games after Monday's games. And the division is just as tight as it ever was. We were, we were worried that the Mets were out of it last time we got on this pod. We did say that they were going to play the Marlins and Nationals, so they allotted themselves the opportunity to get back in it. Mm-hmm. While the Braves are playing a little bit more of a, well, not even a tough schedule. These Rock- Shocking that the Rockies did anything against them. But, um... Yeah, man, the division's a little uh, is a little bit more uh, up for grabs than we would have thought, especially as we're getting close to the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely going to go down to the wire, and the Mets were eight games out, and now they're four. They could have been way better than that. They won today. We're recording on Monday. They won the last game of this National Series. They could have been three games out, but the Phillies did win today. They had a great matchup, what looked like a great matchup between Wheeler and Woodruff. Uh, Phillies ended up winning, I think, 12 to nothing. Uh, I I didn't see the final score, but it was 12 to nothing in like the top of the eighth when I checked. But they were definitely up like 6 0 at one point when I was like just like browsing through the scores. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Phillies, like they they had all three of these teams have had huge dips, not as huge as the Mets dip, obviously, but all three of these teams have had 
dips and like it's it's very it'll be very interesting the next few weeks and the weird thing is a lot of these teams are not playing each other for some reason yeah the schedule is like like uh the phillies and braves are playing west teams and it's like the the mets end the season against the braves and uh and i think the phillies and braves only have one series as well don't quote me on that but i believe they only have one series together as well remaining this month so yeah it's gonna be interesting but they're gonna have to this is like the nl feast edict i think they're gonna have to beat up on the weaker teams (laughs) they're gonna have to And there are teams that, like, the division is weak enough now that, like, you do have opportunities. Like, I know the Braves play the Marlins and the the Nats in the upcoming week. I know the Mets play the Marlins this week, but then they have a little bit more of a tougher schedule. But, yeah, like, you just have to be, you have to win the games that you you need to win. But it's weird because, like, the Mets did that this week, right? The Mets beat up on the Marlins, beat up on the Nationals, and then the Braves lost to the Rockies, like, more than once. I, I'm, yeah, they split I, the series. Yeah, there was four-game yeah. series, and they split it, which is unacceptable. And they, and they got swept by the Dodgers. Close and games, they got, swept, they got by the Dodgers, swept by the yes. Dodgers, yeah. Um, so, like, that's enough to really make a lot of grounds. I know I was talking to one of my good Mets friends, uh, honestly, the person who's probably been talking about the most on this podcast, Chris. <laughs> and he was who's saying that? that he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, this might be if the like this might be the the week where I either start really getting into it or stop paying attention at all. Like the if the if the Mets can sweep the Marlins at home, then like y'all are still in it. But if that doesn't happen, I I, I think it might be. I mean, how many more games do we have? It's the begin like it goes to October third, so we have like eight more series left. It looks like I think it's like high twenties, like twenty eight, twenty six games, right? Games, like yeah. yeah. So. I mean, we're in the we're in. Is it Dog Day afternoon? We're, we're in the we're, the, <laughs> we're in the Al Pacino <laughs> Dog Day afternoon. <laughs> I can't. I'm not recovering from last week where I said blow a goat. What is it? What did I say? You said I'm blowing the goat. Yeah, blowing like the jump, goat. It was yeah. jumping the gun, but you said blowing the goat. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I'm, it's my brand now, Brandon. We are establishing our characters and our podcast brands. My brand is being an idiot. So listen, not not very hard for me to. to and I'm Target that. guy. Hi. <laughs> You're Target guy, and guess what? He's Jewish. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Target guy, and I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not leaving into that. I guess you're like, I can I do it. You yeah, can't do it. That's Look at this power anything. I have. <laughs> you make me uncomfortable when you do it because I'm like, am I in trouble for just being around this? Like, <laughs> I'm condoning this by, by my active participation. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. This It's really weird to talk about it at this point because it's just like a roller coaster. Like, it's really hard to predict where. I mean, we look at the schedule and we, we feel like we can. We can extrapolate what's going to happen and then the games are played and nobody has any clue nobody has any idea what's going to happen yeah i i go back to we talked about this a few weeks ago but jeff passing had that article that was like strength of schedule like how many yeah how many games are each of the the um teams competing for a playoff spot how many games are they playing against teams that are 500 and above and i think the phillies only had eight games so they have the weakest schedule and if they continue to hit like this i don't i still don't like their pitching past uh wheeler and nola gibson's okay too so i I mean you know i I don't love their pitching i don't love their bullpen still but um if bryce continues to hit the way that he's been hitting yeah i I mean he's he's, he should be mvp conversation right now yeah he's hitting 300 which is like crazy because bryce harper like he's normally hitting like 240 he's never an average guy yeah i know averages you know Take it for it's an antiquated stat now, Brandon. Yeah. Get it through your head. <laughs> um, okay, this schedule is wild. So the Phillies play the Rockies, bad team. Play the Cubs, bad team. Play the Mats, good team. Play the Orioles, the worst team in baseball. Play the Pirates, up there with oh. the worst team in baseball. Yeah, and then they go Braves and then Marlins at home against the Marlins. Dude. Er, at home being Lone Depot Park, but yeah. Um, 
So they have a cushy schedule, dude. If the Phillies make a little bit of a run, that's really exciting. Because I like, I mean, Mets obviously uh, they have a hard have schedule a, though. They have a pretty hard schedule coming because they do Yankees, Cardinals, Phillies, Red Sox, Brewers. Yeah, all yeah, all insanely and they close difficult. out against the Braves. But that oh, dude, that Mets Braves series at the end of the year could like it could. Be that's the thing. The Mets just need to stay within three games. Yeah. If the Braves are in first, though. <laughs> That's so. what I'm saying. Also, like, the Braves schedule is, like, right in the middle of that. Because the Braves go Nationals-Marlins, which should be pretty easy. Rockies should be very easy. So three series in a row that you would assume that they'd win. But then they go Giants, then bad against the Diamondbacks again. Then against the Padres, which I don't really know what to think about the Padres at this point. The Phillies, and then the Mets, obviously. So not as cushy as the as the Phillies, but it's still, like, a pretty... I, I think if I remember from the nice Jeff Passan arc, I think they were, like, had 12. And the Mets, the Mets had, I think, one of the harder schedules for... You know, as a Mets fan, it hurts to say, but I don't think the Mets can overcome that. I don't think they can win the series against all of those teams that you just listed. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think would... that'll be, even though they've been hitting much better, I just don't foresee them doing that. So for a prediction for me, I don't think the Mets are going to make the playoffs this year. I hope that they can finish 500. I think that'll be a small, small, small moral victory. Yeah, something um, to hang your hat on. I hate to say it, but I was like, the Phillies might be able to squeak this one out just based on that schedule that you just read out to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty cushy schedule, but I think I'm still Braves. I think I'm still Braves all yeah. the way. Um, you saw that that stat that they're the first team in MLB history to have all four infielders hit 25 homers or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't I think we spoke about that uh, last week. But, yeah, that's um, totally insane. And also, Albies, you mentioned that he was, like, uh, uh, in L.A., I think, on Tuesday. He was, like, uh, carried off the field after he fouled a ball off his knee. Yeah. And then right? it looked That's terrible. I think I sent it to you, and I was like, oh, yeah. this looks terrible. And this it, is it. Nail in the coffin. But he came back, I think, Thursday or Friday against the Rockies, and he's hit four home runs since. That's insane. So. Ozzy Albies. I really like Ozzy Albies. I love a, uh, a switch hitting anything. Uh, speaking of switch hitting anything, Brian Reynolds with a grand slam. Speaking of those pirates. But um, uh, I don't know why I felt the need to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Albies is great. I know he loves Blansby Blonspin. He's a phenomenal, fun little guy. Freddie Freeman and then Austin Riley. Like, I was t- I was texting a bunch of Marlins fans or messaging a bunch of Marlins fans in that group chat I'm in. And was just like, a controversial take. I like this Braves team. Like, I get, as a Marlins fan, we've had a lot of contention with them this year. And, I mean, since, frankly, Acuna and the Urania years. Urania years. That makes it sound like it was so long ago. It was, like, two years ago. But, mm-hmm. um but yeah, I know that's a controversial take on Marlins Twitter, but like Braves team is fun. I'll say it. Braves team is fun. Braves team is fun. Honestly, yeah. I mean, like even the the guys like Eddie Rosario and Soler like have contributed. So um, it's weird, dude. Also, uh, they 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 signed Charlie Morton to an extension today. Yeah, and after uh, extending Darno for a two year, sixteen million dollars, yeah. I think Mor- Morton was signed for a one year, twenty million dollars deal. Great deal for him. Honestly, um, yeah. Which I guess makes sense for him because his whole thing. Uh, prior to this year was that he wanted to stay in the Southeast, uh, yes. preferably Tampa, yeah. but I, I don't think Tampa was, was matching his uh, his price. So uh, Shocker, Tampa, not wanting to pay out money what? for an older guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, I like that the Braves are doing that because it also, like, they can focus on Freddie Freeman's free agency, which is the most important because he is, despite Acuna and, and uh, Albies, I do still think he is the face of the franchise. Him. He's a veteran. He was there yeah. during bad brave, year, brave years yeah. in between the Chirper yeah. Jones and current iteration of Absolutely. of the team. So they have to sign him because if they let him hit the market, and I'm sure he does not want to leave Atlanta, but he's going to get fat offers. He's going to get big money. Also, um, classic baseball story, Freddie Freeman, where he was like a 
abysmal, like sub 200 average for the first, what, 60, 70 games yep. of the year. And then just immediately turned it around and is now like clobbering the hell out of the ball and is playing so well. You said we talked about this like months ago, but it was his son that like said he needed to make the all-star game or something. Right. So it's probably Tatis, 60 yeah. games. Yeah. But he was like, if you don't make the all-star game, I don't get to meet Fernando Tatis and that would suck. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but um, he was like, dad, that would suck. <laughs> Freddie Freeman, my father, that would be lame. <laughs> oh, dude, I think I, I texted you this yesterday, but we a bunch of FSU people went out to a bar to watch the game, the, the Notre Dame game, which I don't know if you watched any of it, but it was a phenomenal football I game. I heard about it. I was I was working on the pilot, but, uh, but oh, I heard about it. Oh, always working on the pilot. I was Mr. working on Hollywood. my pilot in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> there's truly no way to say that. Yeah, there's I no know, way to say that. Like but that was true. Like, the most embarrassing thing that I do is tell people that I can't hang out or I can't do something because I have to go home and record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, and then they're like, what's it about? I, I was talking to a friend that I see all the time, like what, all the time is a little bit of an exaggeration, but like every 10, every like two weeks at the least. And he was like, you have a podcast. And I was like, wow. Oh my God. I'm really not talking about this enough. Do they have social media? Uh, no, no, okay, they're, they're a little bit older. I think they're, I think, I think Jesse's 40 now. I think he got mm -hmm. his 40th birthday. So he's a little bit older and has no interest in social media. Which I deleted my Instagram this week. I don't know if I told you about really? that. Really? I'm off the grid, baby. I gotta I stop tagging you in posts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I checked it. There was a weird glitch that happened where I could only check it on Wi-Fi. And I was like, I just don't even like this app. Like, this app is my least favorite of the it's apps. It's the and, worst, yeah. Yeah. Any video that I want to see that's, like, sports-related, I see on TikTok or Twitter, like... I but, just don't. but also, yeah, Instagram has become where it like just will end up filtering out like the bullshit from TikTok and Twitter, where it's oh, like a trend that's like a week later, and you'll see that on the Explore page, where you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. And it's just like yeah. it's basically just like uh, regurgitating TikToks at you. Yeah. And it's like this, and it's between that and just people being self-centered and posting horrible pictures of it's, themselves. Yeah, so, it's so, it's so many horrible. people from like. So many high school people that I knew from high school, like I haven't talked to in 11 years, telling like bragging about, I don't know, like their cat's 10th birthday. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't care about this. this Why is am I rotting my brain with this? It's terrible. Yeah, exactly. I'm already like making myself susceptible to so much bullshit. Like the last thing I need to do is add more to the list. So yeah, I temporarily disabled my account uh, and then deleted the app off my phone and I have not regretted it once. Very good. I did that with Facebook um, and I have not regretted that once either. So Did, did you go full delete? No, I still have the account, um, but yeah, I, I did wipe the app. And, like, honestly, I'll go on, like, once my parents are like, did you see the thing? And then I'll go on, <laughs> on like, the web browser on my phone and check, and I'll have, like, 40 notifications. I'll just skim Dude. through it, and then I'll get out. And I don't engage whatsoever. I was always worried about it because I was like, I'm going to miss invites for things. And Dude, when the, I was doing... the events. It's crazy yeah. how no one has... You know what? We're changing our, our podcast. We're gonna uh, start. We're gonna start. We're gonna come up with the idea for an app that only does events. <laughs> we're the events podcast now. Um, yeah, it, that's the only thing. Especially when I was doing comedy and I like wanted to like make sure that I was getting invited to shows or sharing invites to like all the like the stupid hoops you have to jump in mm -hmm. to like yeah, just don't miss that at all. So yeah, I took the app off my phone too. Probably over a year ago at this point, maybe a year mm -hmm. and a half, two years ago. Um, don't miss it. And that's Facebook and Instagram. That's the same company. I don't know if you know that, Brandon. Now we're a tech podcast. <laughs> but, but, uh, so we're kind of, yeah, we're shooting them in both these. Maybe. We should we're really do a giant. tech podcast where we're like, Google's a search engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people people think we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to the National League East. Like, wait till, wait till we start talking about tech. tech. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, anyways, back to baseball, I guess. Brandon, uh, <laughs> it's Brandon Labor Day. We don't give a shit. <laughs> We're hanging. I, uh, I went to Hoboken today for some NFL future bets I was telling you. Um, and, I, and I saw that I had bet the Tatis. I told you this a little bit already, but I bet the Tatis MVP. And the odds were like, at the time, like plus 500. Like it was like $5 turns into 50 bucks. So it was maybe even more than that. Um, and now I think he's, I'm going to check real fast. Um, NL MVP odds. I think he's, he's definitely the consensus favorite. And I think he's at like minus 400, which I, I know you're not a big odds guy. Minus 300, mm-hmm. um, which means that, yeah, th- that you would have to bet $300 to win $100. So I think I, I think I'm a genius, Brandon. Are you, are you the card counter? <laughs> yeah, I'm Rain Man when it comes to bad sports betting in Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> you're Rain uh, Man minus the card counter. <laughs> yeah, I'm Rain Man minus the success. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. Um, but yeah, so I went and did that today. It was just a nice little Labor Day weekend, you know. Didn't get stormed on FSU. FSU put up a nice little fight. Are um, they good now at football? I know this is not a football podcast, but I, I do. Sam and I both went to Florida State, by the way, for famously. a refresher for our. Uh, uh, and I, I have not paid attention since I went there. Really, so yeah, I, I can't blame you one bit. We're, we were really bad for the yes. last like five years. Mm-hmm. We've been really bad. Um, and this was, I mean, Notre Dame was ranked number nine. So they're like a top 10 team, according to preseason national consensus. Mm -hmm. And we went into overtime with them and like really mounted a comeback and looked good. Our run defense looked really great. Our run game looked great. Um, we were starting, you remember Devin Travis, the blue? Yeah, of course. His brother is our starting quarterback or was our starting quarterback. He got benched during the game. Jordan Travis. Yeah. Did he go to your high school? Cause I know Devin Travis did, right? I was okay. I was telling somebody about this last night and I was like, Wait, so did I meet him? Did I know? Like, was he like a He's little brother? Too young. And I just, yeah, he would have been. Because what is it? Probably 10 years? Maybe they're stepbrothers. I don't know. Step but yeah, bro- you sounded very near. You go, stepbrothers. <laughs> Maybe they're stepbrothers. <laughs> Based on my favorite movie. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a wild thing. And then, oh, yes, this, this, this is why I started telling you about any of this. Was I was at, I was at this bar, Canal Street Bar, my favorite bar in, in, in New York. Uh, it's just like this divey pub. It's a Bears bar, so if you, uh, not a good place to watch NFL It's the games, New York like, version of the Snug, our favorite LA bar. It is bar. so much the New York version of the Snug. Um, and they have TVs, and they're rarely on, and they'll be like very quick to turn on whatever you want. Um, so we went there for the, the NFL game. And Jesse, uh, one of my friends, she was ta- outside just that didn't care about the game, was outside just talking to strangers, uh, and came in, and she was like, somebody wants to meet you. And I was like, what the hell? And she said, she, her dad was a famous baseball player, and I told her that you had a baseball podcast, and now she wants to go meet you. And it was Andre Dawson's daughter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's wild. She was like, he's, she said he's in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he's a, he he's a phenomenal <laughs> baseball player. And I was like, I don't know why I would want to meet this woman. <laughs> They're like, what am I going to, oh, hey, cool, your dad's a baseball player. That's neat. Um, and it was like in the middle of FSU's mounting a comeback going into overtime. And I was like, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm just not going to do this. Yeah. Um, and then she came back in. She's like, have you heard of Fergie Jenkins? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I heard of Fergie Jenkins. And she was like, she showed me a picture of her with Fergie Jenkins. And I was like, Man, this sounds like this woman is like, and then she also like if you're Andre Dawson's daughter, you have no business. Be, she's a lawyer, I guess, uh-huh. and she was, and I, and and Jesse was also a lawyer previously, so like they had a lot in common. We're talking about that, but I was like, if you're Andre Dawson's daughter, like that's a free, like you won the birth lottery, like what are you doing? Like don't what, what are you, you doing going being to a lawyer? For? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go like put your feet up and hang out and live like freely, like just was a strange. And it's thing, funny so. how she is still doing what someone who. Someone who didn't go to school would do, which would just be like, Andre Dawson's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> She's still just like the braggadocious yeah. daughter just being like, you ever heard of my dad, Andre Dawson, but also being a lawyer at the same time. Yeah, that's so funny. I hadn't thought of that. We should get Andre um, on the pod. 
you know, dude, I need to you get messed up. Should have gotten her yeah. number, but only to get her dad's number. You know what? I wonder if we could get Jeff Conine on the podcast. He hosts a podcast with Aram. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, like, and uh, I sent you the picture. My dad met Jeff Conine a few times. That's remember? right. Oh my god, that's right. I gotta um, send you my dad's other pictures. Uh, he has. He met uh, Jose Fernandez, rest in peace, and he also met uh, Giancarlo, then Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. Uh, oh no, that's then exciting. then Mike Stanton. Excuse Mike me, Stanton, yeah, Mike Stanton. Um, you're really ruining our credibility. Oh, this is no. It. <laughs> it was Mike. <laughs> this is where we're drawing the line, Brandon. We've said so many off wrong things. He was Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We should post a picture. I mean, would your dad be comfortable with us posting a picture? Of I'll him ask him. I, I think he'd be cool with it, but I'll, but I'll ask him. Yeah, we can have we can have the mud uh, scrapbook uh, of mud. him, him and all of his famous baseball players he's met. So, um, okay, I'm going through our rundown. We kind of touched on everything, right? Also, we're 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 we kind of did a great job of bullshitting. <laughs> I think it's Labor my, Day. We don't give my, a shit. That's true. If my mental clock is right, we're at forty minutes. I think we're at forty minutes. Oh, this is the one. This is the hour this one. This is baby. the hour. I think we did it, Brandon. I'm not gonna lie. I, we were talking about this because we were gonna do maybe a Monday uh, morning podcast, mm-hmm. a la my unemployed days. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brandon, unfortunately, was too busy working like a little Scrooge, um, and. It was, <laughs> And I was going to go to this Hoboken thing, um, so I was like low energy coming into this, and was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess this up. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be." What, Brandon, we're nailing it. Brandon, this is the hey, best podcast we've ever done. I know we're just riffing. We're just two guy, <laughs> two white guys riffing. Isn't that what everyone wants? <laughs> People have famously been saying for years that there needs to be more straight white men with podcasts <laughs> where they talk about nothing. Ugh, Brandon, I'm glad we're filling that that cultural void that's existed for how, so long. How do now. you feel when people uh, we're gonna get existential here on the pod? How, so you mentioned that obviously you get anxious like when you're about to approach a, a baseball player like Jazz, which I would as well. How do you yes, feel yes. when people ask you about the podcast? In general, do you get anxious about it? Or are you like it's fun? Or are you like what, was, what's your what's your reaction to this? That's a good question because I was actually having this conversation with Miranda, my girlfriend, this last weekend, where she was like, "You have to stop being so self deprecating about the podcast when you're talking about it." Because Kiara's in town. Kiara's visiting. You saw Kiara? I saw Kiara twice. Oh nice. Um, and so, but Miranda was hanging out with Kiara, and it was just the three. It was just her, Kiara, her girlfriend, and then Miranda. We're yeah. just hanging out, and I was talking to them. And she was like, oh, and Sam's been doing this. She was hyping us. She was like, and it's great. They've got fans that they talk to. They're like, they're having a lot of fun. It seems like it's going pretty well. And I was like, yeah, it's just like a dumb old podcast. Like, no. And she was like, you have to stop saying that. Like, you have to stop being so self-deprecating about the podcast. She yells at you in front of Kiara. (laughs) She just shames me. Uh, I go back in my cage. Um, And she, uh, and yeah, so I guess, I guess I do, I guess I do more like classic deflecting thing where i'm just like self-deprecating about it so that it like i'm like i know this is stupid i know this is silly um but miranda thinks that we're uh, we're well on our way to being on the john boy media network with (laughs) with our with our boy jolly olive so uh maybe i should stop being a little bit but what about you do you like get in your head a little bit i do the same thing so um uh one of my friends here um i saw him at a comedy show and he's a pretty successful uh, like internet presence and and as part of like a, a decent comedy does his, network. Does his name start with T? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, right. I don't know if he wants. to. I never know if people yeah, want to be yeah, talked about. We don't have to put him on blast. Um, but yeah, so uh, I saw him and he was like, "Oh, and you have the podcast," and I was like, "Oh, it's fun. Yeah, we do, we do good, but you know, it's fun. I look forward to it. Uh, you know, I like so yeah, I do the same yeah, thing yeah. where I sort of like downplay. Yeah, because it, it's it, this dumb little thing we do. We have fun, but. and I don't know if it's because. It's like weird because everyone makes fun of white guys having podcasts. You know, is it like Especially a self-deprecating thing? Yeah, I, exactly. But at least we stayed in our lane, I guess, in the sense. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, we, we know. You know, we're well aware of, of of the of our point. Yeah, yeah. But I I also do the same thing, and I'm like, what's the psychology behind that? 
Yeah, exactly. It's like in the the Bo Burnham special, the the where he's like mm-hmm. doing the he's reviewing the review of the review or the reaction to the reaction of the reaction. And he's like, well, now I'm doing this. Now I'm deflecting and being self-deprecating as a way of like covering up my self-consciousness about the time. And I was like, yeah, that's just what I do every time anybody asks me about NL Feast. Um, but also, I'm proud of our work. You know, we put a lot of time and effort into this. I am. Like, I'm very proud. And also, it's fun. I have my first internet friends now. Like, I never was a kid dude, who was on, you know, RuneScape meeting people or I was never on <laughs> Tumblr meeting people um and i've heard i've had like friends of friends or friends who are like oh i'm i'm traveling to uh see my tumblr friend like what like it's like so bizarre to me but now i'm like what's up spazzy you know i mean it's like weird that we have like a weird rapport with people i could not identify in a lineup but i love it and it's fun it's it's fun and it's no stress so i love it thank you guys for supporting us first and foremost on this labor day i'm in this marlin's group chat i'm just like these people are just like my friends now that i talk to every day (laughs) just like am just like good friends with all of these people so it is really sam's like i'm the best man at a couple of their weddings like it's really (laughs) crazy No, honestly, I think I was going to save this as our, our feature future fans, the thing that we were going to eliminate from this week's episode. Not permanently, just this week's episode because we were ill-prepared. But Spazzy did an incredibly nice thing. I already told you about this, and I'll post pictures mm-hmm. on the Twitter account. But like, um, for Brandon and I's like, big shebang that we're doing at the end of the, at the, end of the season, it, it'll involve a little bit of light alcohol consumption. And I've been trying to get my hands on the Marlins beer. Biscayne Brewery does like... The Marlins Lager. It's like a low ABV. It's like it's not like an IPA. It's not like packing a punch. Um, but it's like it's just something. It's like in Mar like the big Marlins logo on the can. Just mm-hmm. something I've always wanted to have. Um, and I was talking about it in this group chat. And Spazzy was like, "I'll send it to you." And I was like, "That's phenomenal. We'll save it for the Power Hour at the end of the year." Spoiler alert: That's what we're doing at the end of the year. Um, and and I'll just drink it on the show, and we'll just like have a really great like relaxed send off. And he, I gave him my address, and he shipped it to me. And included in it was the Miguel Rojas bobblehead that they did, the bobblehead giveaway. He said he had had an extra ticket for the game and went up to the dude and was like, hey, can I get uh, two bobbleheads? And the guy was like, whatever, yeah. And he and he got me the extra bobblehead and then shipped that too. And I, the entire time I'm like, give me your Venmo. I, like This is probably like a fairly expensive investment. Like This probably cost you like $30, $35. Like, I'd be more than happy to reimburse you. And he just ignored that request over and over again and just like – what a nice guy. Like, let's awesome. go out of your way to do something like that. Yeah. So, incredibly big shout out to our boy Spazzy. He, he's our only, he's our, he's our present favorite fan this week. That's what he yes. gets this week. <laughs> Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> You're on the watch list. Yeah. Where's Brandon, my just... bobblehead, Mets fan? <laughs> Step up. <laughs> I know. Like, now he just uses this to explain. And if you want to be the favorite fan of the week, send us <laughs> some free stuff, okay? <laughs> oh, God. No, it, was, it was really great. It was really great. So, yeah. So, I guess in that situation, I am like, Oh, we are we are doing a good thing. We're meeting people. Also, it's a great thing. This group chat is full of people who like agree with us politically because we talk about pretty openly mm-hmm. how we feel about everything on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm like not worried that some dipshit's going to say some awful thing and then we're like associated with them, um, which is great. A, a, a thing to not have to worry about. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm thinking right now too. We've been trying to create little TikToks to kind of like bolster up any potential fans. Uh, and I'm like, what are we going to <laughs> what the fuck are we going to TikTok about this week? We don't have anything. We're just like, uh, so Sam got caught in a hurricane. Wacky. Listen to our baseball podcast, but um. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, got us a little bit off track. I'll try to reel us back in. I don't know how you're feeling. I think we have 60-second stories coming up right now. Yeah. Hey, let's segment what we've been doing the whole entire day today. <laughs> yeah. Also, Brandon, uh, we, we forgot to do this, and I'll write this down. Uh, we forgot the Gromadoe. 
<laughs> to grow in a week. Uh, I'll. This is my. He's my feast also, but I'll say Juan Soto. Um, so there was oh, an yeah. insane stat. I, I obviously watched a lot of Soto this week with the five game series. Um, <laughs> no joke. With, between the Mets and and the Nationals. Um, no joke. God damn it! That guy's the best ball player. Honestly, I know. He's obviously, so Muncie Tatis. Harper getting the MVP acclaim, and I don't think Soto will get it simply also because of the team he's on. With that being said, an insane stat so uh, that they were talking about on the Mets SMY broadcast today um, that Gary Cohen, the Mets uh, lead broadcaster, brought up was so before the trading deadline, before Trey Turner and Schwarber exiled the team, uh, Soto's chase rate was 16%, which is very good. Um, yes. And I you would imagine that it would go up from there without protection, right? That he'd yeah, be swing yeah. he'd be swinging at a few more pitches out of the strike zone. But now after the trades, it's eleven percent. It's, it's gone down, and this man his only protection is Josh Bell right now in the lineup for the Nationals. So I'll say Juan Soto, who also I th- I think the one hitter I would not want up in in a situation with runners on base as an opposing team would Dude, be Juan Soto. You know Soto. who scared me a lot was Alonso. I was like I not somebody I'm normally scared of when I'm watching the broadcast, but like in person, he, I think he had a bases loaded opportunity, and I was like I'm scared of this man right now. <laughs> I'm just like he just has the capability to really change the game. But yeah, Juan Soto's phenomenal, um, and also like 22. <laughs> He's just so young. Like we're gonna get so much great Juan Soto for the next decade and a half. Like. We're really. I know. Eventually, we gotta we gotta start thinking about what uh, big market team he's gonna go to. Ooh, you think he's gonna stay in the East? You think he's gonna go to like one of the, the like the, the Yankees, or he's gonna go out west? I'm just to the, saying. The he's, he he posted that Instagram where he's talking New York. We talked about this on the Twitter. So you I think don't he's know. going to the Mets? Hey, Steve Cohen. When he sees oh when he sees God. an investment he likes, he's gonna put his money in for it. Steve Cohen's been tweeting again. He's been back to his Twitter nonsense. He's been back to his Twitter. Yeah, so, uh, well, that's all we'll say about that. <laughs> we exhausted that topic last week. Um, all right, 60-second stories. If you are not familiar with this segment, it's your first time listening to the podcast, or you're just a big, dumb idiot and can't tell, this is where Brandon and Sam tell 60-second stories apiece. Forewarning right now, my story is going to be much longer than 60 seconds, but I'll set a timer regardless. Um, Brandon, do you want to lead us off with a 60-second story? Do you have something that comes to your mind? Yes, uh, yes, I would okay. love to, actually. All right, yes. hold on, let me set the timer. Don't jump the gun, my friend. And away we We go. go. So we're talking earlier about my dad's experience, especially when he was in Florida radio dealing with some major league baseball players, veteran ones and ones that were playing at the time. But a story that I don't think I've told you if I did, I apologize. And it's like your McDonald's story. But um, (laughs) my dad claims I was there. I don't remember being there, but at a certain point, my dad was helping, um, an up-and-coming artist, uh, and he booked her a lot of gigs singing the national anthem at baseball stadiums. So uh, in Fort Myers, where the Twins' uh, single-A team is uh, and spring training is, they were playing the Marlins one year. So my dad was in like the tunnel, and he saw Miguel Cabrera. This is around that time period when Miguel was on the Marlins. And my dad sees him, and he goes, What's up, Orlando? <laughs> Orlando Cabrera being the shortstop of that era as well, uh, I think most notably with the Angels. Yeah. And Miguel Cabrera looked at my dad and I was like, what? <laughs> and my dad claims that I was there and I said, that's Miguel, not Orlando. But I have no recollection of that. But yeah, that's oh, the story That's the story that, that my dad called Miguel Orlando Cabrera. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, I have not heard that story before. You asked me if I, you, you warned me that you might have told it to me, but you have not. I've not heard that story. It's a good that's one, phenomenal. right? <laughs> that's a great one. I also forget that you've probably been to more Lone Depot Park Marlins games now than I have. Obviously, that wasn't where that was at, but because of your time in South Florida when I yeah. left. Yeah. 
Yeah, I went. I went to. I went to a lot of games, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of that stadium. And thank you for calling it by its namesake, Lone Depot. Park. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I tried to run away from it for as long as I could, but I just have to accept oh, the truth it. now that that is Lone Depot Park. All right, Brandon, you ready for my doozy of a story? Absolutely. Okay, and away oh, we, we go go. So. I went to the doubleheader, right? Very famously went to this doubleheader. Um, and I think I mentioned this earlier, but they weren't allowing you to stay in the stadium for the doubleheader. So I was like, already eaten. I'll just go like find a dive bar and like have a beer and head back in. And so I'm on the subway platform talking to Miranda. And I'm like, I don't know which way I'm supposed to be going. I'm going to this place called Kelly's, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, I'm walking, like turning on to because tra- there's so many express trains in that, in that area just because of how many local stops there are to get back into Manhattan. Um, and so I'm like walking on and off of trains, talking to people, whatever. Some guy notices this like probably late 50s, early 60s guy notices that I'm like struggling to get to my, my bearing straight. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey, where are you trying to go? Like deepest Queens accent. I know I just butchered that, but like the most strong Queens accent you've ever heard in your entire life. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm trying to go to Kelly's bar. He's like, you don't want to fucking go to Kelly's. That's not the place that you want to go. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's a dive bar, kid. I don't know if that's just if that's your vibe. And I was like, no, I don't mind going to a dive bar. Like I'm just tr- just trying to kill an hour. Um, I'm just going to like stay on my phone. All right. Yeah, we've already hit the one minute mark. Um, okay. Nice little for the pod. Prove that we do a set of timer. Okay. Um, and and I'm like, I don't really want to go. I was like, oh, he was like, you really don't want to go there. I was like, whatever, I'll go. Meanwhile, Miranda's here. And he's like, where are you trying to go? He's just like talking and talking. He's like, I grew up here. I grew up I grew up like four stops away from here. I know this place like the back of my hand. I was, I'll, I'll go grab a beer with you. Why not? I'm like, oh, okay. Guess I'm getting a drink with this stranger now. Um, so we get on. He's like, this is like bullshit. And he's like, tell me what he does. Tell me who he's like, uh, uh, tell me like what his family is. What, yeah, you know, just the classic stuff. We get off. And he says, and listen, I don't condone anything that this man says. His name's Richard. I don't condone anything Richard said, but he goes, all right, when you get off here, you got to watch out for the oh. And I was like, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? Are you with Miranda still? No, no, Miranda wasn't with me at all. I was alone. Oh, I was, I was on Miranda. the phone with okay. her. Oh, on the phone. I was on the phone okay. with her. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and she's texting me like, are, are you okay? Is this a good idea? And I was like, he's old. Like, if this comes to any sort of physical altercation, I'll be more than fine. Uh, and he's like six inches shorter than me, just like a short... Uh, old New Yorker and he's walking he's got a little rolly backpack from work and he pulls up he's like uh, obviously says the really <laughs> thing and I'm like okay I guess I'm just gonna kind of sit along we go into the bar we're sitting and he starts telling me these insane stories he's like back in the day we used to do the triple header we go we go to Kelly's we get loaded we go to the Mets game we get loaded and then we go to the US Open <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> It's not the order that you should do those three things in. You should do the opposite order. Uh, and he's like, we used to just go get drunk at the at the U.S. Open and get kicked out all the time. It was crazy. And I was like, this guy's wild. And he's like, back in the day, we uh, we do like sleepovers. Um, and we would uh, we would do sleepovers, and like a few of us, we wake up early, and then we go and we break into Shea Stadium and steal some stuff. And I was like, oh my god! And I was like, how many of you would do this? And he's like, two to three hundred of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's like, two to three hundred of us. We like we bring wire cutters, we cut through the fence, we go and we like steal the TV cameras off of the vans. We like go rip all like the concession signage. Like I still got some stuff back home. Telling me all this stuff. Um, and after a while, I'm like, okay, this is. It's been an hour. I had my one beer. I'm ready. He also had. He he seemed as though he might have been 
drinking before this. Like the amount of drunk that he got off of one Bud Light uh, uh, made me think that maybe he had been he had had a couple drinks before. And he's like, my wife's gonna fucking kick my ass after this. <laughs> he's just like, he's gonna beat the <laughs> shit out of me. She's a she's Polish. You can't. You gotta be careful with those poles. It's like starts making just like the most <laughs> broad generalizations about everybody. And so I'm like, all right, I think I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then I'll leave. So I go to the bathroom. I'm like texting Miranda, like I'm safe. I'm about to leave. I was like texting Chris. I was about to meet up with him at the Mets game. I was like, all right, should be there soon. And he's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And he starts to get really sad in the face. Like, he looks like he's going to get emotional almost. I'm like, all right, all right, bye, Rich. And he's like, you know, I always wanted a son. (laughs) I was like, like, okay, uh, you're a good guy, Richard. I'll see you later. And I just walked out and I never saw him again. Dude, that is hilarious. (laughs) Yes, isn't that insane? I like had, it was a moment where I was like, this is this is a time where a, a, a strong decision where I'm about to have an insane moment with a stranger. So I can say yes to, or I can be safe and say no and just go like find a pizza place to sit in for an hour. And I was like, I think I need this guy. Seems harmless. I, I think I need to see where this guy goes. Uh, he said a bunch of other crazy stuff. Uh, but like those were the big hits. I didn't want to like tell the story for an hour. Um, but it was insane and I'll never see him again. And that's the best, like he could, he could be a made up person for lineup, but it was so, just such a great, and then I like, and then I, I, I couldn't catch the train. So I was walking across the, like the bridge to get back over to, to city field, just being like, what just happened? <laughs> who am I? Like, what is this? Like, who is this guy texting Chris? Like, I've got a story for you, dude. Yeah. It was insane. Dude. When we. When we had Uncle Nino on the podcast, I think we we verbal <laughs> we verbalized that man into real life. We created Richard by having Uncle Nino on the we podcast. We really did. We gave you a real Uncle Nino. Dude, it was so fun. And then he dropped and he like has a he was telling me he has a daughter that was starting college and I was like, "Oh, you probably can talk to her like you talk to me, man. Don't oh, be worried no. so hung up on having a son. Um, but yeah, it was just one of the stranger experiences. So glad yeah, I agreed no, to I it. I always wanted a son. You know, I always wanted a son. And I was like, all right, man, I'll see you later. Did he ask for your uh, number or something? No exchange of information. I Did got out of there pretty quickly after he said that. No, ab- uh, the opposite. <laughs> <I> paid <laughs> you paid for his beer. Because I was like, I'll buy the round like, when we get here because you like were kind enough to show me. Um, so yeah, I paid for his his beer, and then like for I don't know these dive bars in Queens, they were like, and he is. They gave me like a mini cup. They're like, if you yeah, another drink on us because you bought two, and I was like, Richard, you have this. I'm gonna take off. <laughs> so he may still be there. Who knows? <laughs> my wife's gonna kick my ass. I've been here for two weeks now. <laughs> he was. He was like, yeah. I mean, I I really could just. Tell, he was like a security, like a like a hired security guard, and was like just telling these crazy stories just like a man that had so many stories he wanted to tell just a 70s scorsese movie this guy it was it was so fun and he was like i we could walk back to the hospital we could walk from here to the hospital that i was born in i was like oh my god you want to see where i was born i'll show you the room (laughs) and then if you were my son you also would have been born here you would have been born here as well uh yeah it was great i know there's no coming i don't know this is kind of like when we like mourned the death of ronald acuna jr and then like i don't really know how we go on from this but uh (laughs) yeah dude it was insane it was an insane story um, all right, moving on. I guess we got to do a sharp, drastic pull. Um, we're going to go on to Feast or Famine, Brandon, which, if we, we, as we talked about many times, if there was music for it, which there will never be at this point, it would go, dun, 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 Feast or Famine. Yeah. Um, all right, Brandon, who's your Feast of the Week? So my Feast is Juan Soto. I kind of used him for a DeGrom of the Week, but... As I said, just an insane yep. human being. One I'll might, leave it might, at that. One might say you blew the goat, Brandon. Uh, you would say that. <laughs> one. Are you one? Is that your name? Yeah. Uh, sorry. That's my name now. Um, yeah. Juan Zoto, just so fun. So insane. Just feels like he's he's going to be... I mean, he, I think he has a higher OPS than 
than uh, Jesus, than, Harper, right? than, than, <laughs> than, God than God himself. Also, this is how I get myself in trouble. I don't have any stats decided. I'm just like, I think this is true. <laughs> and I just say it on the podcast. It's like when I was like, Kevin Pillar, I said it confidently. Kevin Pillar had three homers in two games. If you talk about things that keep you up at night, that was me being like, stupid, stupid. Hey. <laughs> you said the wrong thing. Um, Did you tell yeah, Richard well, that we have a podcast? Uh, no, 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 no. And he Dude. also was like, he was also a very casual um uh, like baseball fan, like oh, really yeah. didn't have a lot of takes. I don't think he could have named more than like two players. He's like the, Piazza still there. Like, yeah, hey, that guy Piazza, Tom Seaver. Now that was my guy. Um, <laughs> and you're like, he passed but, away. He's like, what? Tom oh Seaver passed away. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, but anyways, my feast of the week, Brandon. Sorry, I feel we are not going to hit an hour. <laughs> I know we went long. We're blowing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Richard is like a five minute, uh, like what is six times three hundred and fifty second story? <laughs> okay, I know we're not a math pod, but that was pretty good. That right? was pretty good. Good job. <laughs> six times five, right off the dome. Like mm-hmm. that. Uh, my feast of the week, and honestly, that, astonishing. Wait, I think that you're I wrong, aren't you? <laughs> six times five is that thirty? Thirty. Three hundred. Seven times five is th- okay. All right. Well, we're living yeah, up yeah. to our reputation. <laughs> <though. laughs> um, uh, wow. Okay. Is that worse than the Kevin Pilar homers, or I think that's worse, right? Uh, I I don't judge here. Okay, good. I, I'm also not going to edit it out because that would require too much work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fine. I'll put the intro music in and the Degrama the Week music. But that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping there. Um, so Brian De La Cruz, starting right fielder, center fielder. I don't know. I don't know if he's played. Uh, he has played left since Jesus Sanchez has come um started come back from the uh, COVID IL or whatever. Um. We got him for Yimmy Garcia in the Astro system, which is clogged, and that's that position specifically, and they were willing to give us Brian De La Cruz. Um, I don't know if you've paid any attention to how well he's been playing. He's a phenomenal defender. Uh, he's got a 97. Uh, his fielding percentage is 97. 0.971. Well, how do I say that? 971? 971. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep waiting for him to cool down. But at this point, he's had 118 plate appearances, which is a large enough sample size to at least like say he's probably a good offensive player. He already has one war. So he has one war. His OPS plus is 136 on base percentage on base percentage is 390. His batting average is 336. He's just his OPS is 866. Like he's just a really good hitter so far. And it's really hard for me to decide if this is going to if this is going to be how it's going to be forever or if it's an anomaly. It's I don't know. But like everybody keeps saying his ceiling is a fourth outfielder. Like he's a great platoon outfielder. I'm like, I don't know, dude. He has an OPS of like 866, like over a couple months now. This like he's yeah. I don't know. I don't I'll know say this. I'll say as a Marlins fan, you should want them to get a more a more proven outfielder. Yes. going to the offseason and keep this man as a fourth outfielder because he will play. There will be injuries. That's that's, that's what like a championship team does. But I agree with you because I have also really enjoyed watching him play. Also, fantastic arm too in Dude. the outfield. Fantastic yeah, arm. Yeah. He looks like a great ball player. So, but if if I'm a Marlins fan and uh, if the Marlins want to put their pass behind them and build a winning team here, I think that they get a proven outfielder and then DLC is the fourth outfielder. But he'll he will play a lot, and then obviously you know give him a full season in a Marlins uni, and then you'll see maybe maybe he will turn to a starter. But I think as a Marlins fan, you should want to get, uh, get I a few more. The, I mean, speaking of the aforementioned Brian Reynolds, when I felt the need to talk about switch hitters, <laughs> he was who came to my my brain. But I know that that's been a guy that Marlins fans are getting really optimistic that we can maybe give up Max Meyer and somebody else and get and get a Brian why Reynolds would the back. Pirates do that I don't get that I don't understand they're not trying to win now baby and I wonder how much uh, this is a this is where we start to wade into waters that we're uneducated in I don't know what his contract situation is like or how many years until or like how many more years of team control he has but 
Um, that's my only thought process. Should I panic? Like look it up. I mean, if you want to, I can vamp, Brandon. We've or is it, that's what it's called, vamping, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Brian Reynolds would be a great addition. He he hit a grand salami the other day, famously. He's he's a he's a switch hitter, which I'm <laughs> really just repeating myself. I'm bad at vamping. He's a good uh, he's a good uh, defender, and also we just need somebody in center field that's going to play every like every every day. And I don't know what that means for Lewis Brinson. I don't know oh. what that. I hope he's not a free but. agent until 2026. Why would the Pirates do that? All I'm saying is because <laughs> he's not on their timeline, Brandon. It's like the JT Realito thing. They don't, they're not expecting contract. to. I know that, that they tank their team, but they're not expecting to win by 2026. <laughs> Who's to say, Brandon? We're not in the front office. We don't know what their, their timeline's like. No, that's just been somebody I know that Craig Mish, the only dude on Marlon's Twitter that is reputable, has said I believe they reached him. out to about. Um, Brandon Marsh was one, but now he's raking, I think, for the Angels. or to, as, That's what Marlon's Twitter's telling me, but... That's my feast of the week, Brandon. Thank you. What do you got? Hit me with your famine. My famine is... Oh, I don't know if you saw this, but there was more drama in Mets land this week. Earlier... <laughs> oh, you don't did say. Did you see that? No, yeah, the Mets, The Hit Mets me won a couple games. It was looking good. Oh, hey, look, I we're getting this. back on track. Boom, boom, vroom. And vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Scott was, was uh, pulled over. Zach Scott, the Mets uh, acting general manager, after Jared Porter, the initial general manager they hired, was busted for sexual <laughs> harassment. Zach uh, Scott. They, they picked the good ones. They picked the good ones. Zach Scott was, uh, 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 I guess, pulled over and charged with a DUI in White Plains, New York, uh, seven hours after a charity event at Steve Cohen's home in Connecticut. So something with the happened. Team, right? Well, I mean, the apparently the, the charity organization. The cha- yeah, organization, the Mets charity organization. Apparently, the event ended at nine p.m. Zach Scott was picked up at four a.m. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was immediately put on administrative leave, and Sandy Olerson, who was supposed to just be the president of the team, not even the president of baseball operations, supposed to be that high up. He's oh now the president, the president of baseball operations, and the GM. So, um, listen, that's pretty great. He's the Jerry Jones of the Mets now. He just does everything. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, I mean, it's upsetting, and and two guys who yeah. got an insane opportunity. Can you imagine trying to build the next championship team for the Mets? And two young guys who are smart, uh, uh, analytics forward, uh, general man or uh, front office guys get this opportunity and they both blow it. Insane. And yeah. also, I have to imagine that Steve Cohen is. I don't think Zach Scott will be back with the Mets, and if he will, he won't be as a GM. Maybe he'll be, you know, assistant GM like he's initially supposed to be. Um, but I. Do you think it's possible that Sandy Alderson gets fired too? Because he was the guy who vouched for Jared Porter and yeah. Zach Scott. I mean, yeah, he, not a good look. Steve Cohen didn't know anyone in baseball front offices. Zach uh, Sandy Alderson found these two guys, and they both were huge busts, and they blew up in in the Mets' face. So, I, I you know I hope for Zach Scott's sake this isn't a bigger issue. But I mean, it's also extremely upsetting because you can't be doing that. You can't be drunk driving. That's absolutely not. You know, that's violence. So especially as like a, a wealthy person, it's such an incredibly easy problem to solve. Don't drive, take Uber. Yeah. So, it would cost you $30. Yeah. That's the, that's just a really, infuriating <sighs> problem. yeah, it was really upsetting. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll be talking in the off season. We'll be, we're going to be talking a lot about the Mets front office changes. Cause the rumor is I was listening to Jeff Passan and, and Buster Olney's baseball tonight, or Buster Olney's baseball tonight podcast, but Passon was on there, and they were talking about the Mets trying to get an Eric Neander from the Rays or David Ooh. Stearns from the Brewers, and I do foresee that happening because I think Steve Cohen's going to pay primo uh, rate for 
an experienced that makes uh, sense an experienced once again analytics forward uh president of baseball operations so it'll be very interesting despite what happens the last month with the mets i thought you said david stern at first i was like they're gonna resurrect the dead NBA <laughs> commissioner wait it's david stearns right that is the brewers guy now i'm, now uh, I'm panicking i think so it definitely t- i mean come on again you're asking me questions i don't know the answers to um but yeah that was a tough one my yeah, david stearns yes but plural right plural okay so they combined them it's, and made, it's two dead they, david stearns they made, they made it's like uh, mighty Morphin power rangers they all morphed into the one super guy um anyways you know that was a classic reference I have my famine, and it's Nationals pitching, Brandon. And I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to I'm going to concede this point to you a little bit because you were the one that watched more Nationals pitching as of late than I have. Yeah, I mean it was upsetting. So uh, the Mets, like I said, played a five game series against the Nationals. The Nationals did squeak out two of of the five games, so it's like that's pretty good for a kind of Not decimated bad. team. Um, and bad. their offense looked great. I was telling you before uh, that they somehow still have the best average in the National League. Uh, despite post Schwarber and Turner makes no Schwarber. sense. Schwarber, hey Kyle Schwarber, remember? Oh, remember this? No, we can't, Brandon. Dude, we miss, we, real we miss quick, Pirate Schwarber. Tangent. Please. You saw Please. that the Cubs have the guy Schwindel now. Did you see that guy? Yes, and he's like raking for them, and yeah, he's like yeah, twenty-seven yeah, yeah. years old. Dude, Schwindel, dude, that's how I could just do that. I could just <laughs> slide it into him. Oh my god, that's so true. I hadn't considered that. And it doesn't work as a pirate. Schwindel, I guess. It, yeah. yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it does. Um, Schwarber's the best one. Schwarber. Schwarber. Yeah, can't can't get yeah. any better than that. But uh, yeah, but, Nationals pitching was disturbing. I would say mm, it was also. I mean, Sorry, I just straight up interrupted. No, 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 you go, go, go. (laughs) Uh, I remember another thing that I was like laying in bed remembering I fucked up on the podcast was saying Kieber Ruiz wasn't debuting until Thursday when he was debuting that day while the podcast was being recorded. So, and I think he actually got some at bats against the Dodgers. Yeah, so you know, or as as a Dodger, excuse me, before he was traded. So, yeah. so what are you going to do, Sam? You, you win some. You it's lose Labor Day. Who gives a shit? Labor Day. We're chilling. Um, All right, Brandon, moving right along. We're going to preview some upcoming series. We really got to close this out. We are going past our time. Brandon, you are such a great uh, man. For, you're the great man for the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give us a little preview of the upcoming series in the NL East? So the Braves are playing the Nationals at home. They'll be playing the Marlins at home later in the week. The Phillies are in cool. Milwaukee. They took the first game 12 nothing today. So that'll be interesting rest of the series. Then the Phillies will be playing the Rockies in Philadelphia. Mets will be in Miami for the uh, another part of the Sam Brandon series. And then they'll be <laughs> playing the Yankees at City Field. After the Mets, the Marlins will be playing the Braves in Miami. And then uh, Nationals, as we said, are playing the Braves. And then they'll be headed to Pittsburgh to play Brian Reynolds, the future Marlin, yeah. on the Pirates. What's Very your favorite stuff. series of that bunch? Oh, my God, Brandon. There's a lot of favorite series here, but I would have to say that I'm curious to see what the Braves do with this squishy schedule coming up. Because uh, mm-hmm. if they if they sweep both, which I know is a bit of a reach, but like if they win both series and the Mets don't really pull off the next uh, the Marlins Yankees and they go into that tough stretch that we previewed earlier, like that could be it for the division. That could kind of be it. Um, I guess what else? Uh, I love a good podcast series. Marlins Mets again would be fun. We're playing each other a lot at the end of the year. Um, and Nationals Pirates. I love a battle of bad teams. <laughs> That'll be fun. 
Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, it's it's Mets Yankees. I mean, it's the they did it on purpose. They did the the nine eleven series, Pete Alonso's favorite series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they did they did the nine eleven series. Uh, it's it's uh, falls on nine eleven, but it's a week before the famous Piazza home run that brought, oh, yeah. brought New York back. So no, I think it'll be great. I think there'll be some amazing tributes and always fun to see a subway series. Yankees struggling right now. Uh, yeah. Mets, Mets playing a little better, so we'll see uh, where they're at. Uh, this coming weekend. Speaking of blowouts, the Blue Jays blew out the Yankees today. I don't know if you saw that. Also, did you see Austin Meadows inside the park home run against no, the Red Sox? I missed that. It's it was there was two very weird things that happened when I, when we were at this like uh, this restaurant doing our, our sports bets. They had a bunch of like uh, the baseball games on. Austin Meadows hits an inside the park home run. Verdugo just like tries to go for a, a Sports Center highlight play, like catching a ball that was going to bounce off the wall, and. It loses it for a second, is like panicking, and then uh, the other outfielder picks it up and like fumbles the pickup, and then before you know it, the the throw is not perfect, and Austin Meadows gets an inside the park home run. It was very little league home run stuff. I actually did see that. I know what you're talking about now. And also, yeah. the Red Sox have 11 players in the COVID IL. So <laughs> whoa, dude! I know you don't follow this, but uh, the NFL has a the Minnesota Vikings have like a 50 percent vaccination rate. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, baby, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> dude, yeah. Cousins is probably like, he's probably like don't do it. Yeah, come on, boys. <laughs> They're saying that the coach is like, like getting emotional, being like, "Please get vaccinated. Like, we're going to lose games." If How you get is it that the Falcons have a hundred, and then the Vikings I mean, have know, fifty? Dude. That is I, insane culture. It just speaks to team culture, right? Like the Bucks have a hundred percent, which probably means Brady was like, "You're you're getting vaccinated, or you're off the team." End of story. I want to yeah. know what the MLB what what's I mean obviously the Red Sox probably were not very back I know you can still get it obviously and and, yeah, yeah. and give it to people it's like what were the Red Sox percentage because I feel like they were Gotta not under low. the 75 percent I mean Marlins hit I think it's 85 percent right and the Marlins hit it did the Mets hit it I don't think so last I heard that they didn't yeah so but I can name Pete. those boys probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete Alonso. No, Kevin no, Pete. Right? No, Pete's back. Pete's a back. Wow. Pete, Pete's okay, pro right, back. I'm back. telling you, don't talk shit up, Pete, man. I'm telling you, he's more progressive <laughs> than you think. Uh, he he cries every time someone has any any nine and one one together. <laughs> he just <sheds> a tear <laughs> immediately. Hey, congrats on Pete though. Hit his thirtieth homer today. So hey, we love him for that. Uh, well, most some of us love him for that. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon. Future, future fans. We don't really have any fans we're going to shout out this week other than Spazzy, who, once again, thank you for everything you did. We mm-hmm. love you. The podcast loves you. Um, also, a thing that we would have, we would read if we had. I think we're going on eight weeks now of no podcast reviews. So uh, I know there's people listening that haven't left a review. And at this point, that's on you. This is a decision you make. It's kind of like uh, my hands are off. My hands are off, Brandon. Well, our I'm hands out. are off. You know what? This is, the ball's in your court, people, okay? Ball's in your court, yeah. The ball's, balls in are, your port. Yeah, the ball's are in your court. You're sounding like me there for a second, messing up literally I the know. most basic of sentences. Um, but if you do choose to, if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it out loud on the podcast, barring any, like, really offensive stuff that can't be read um and same thing with emails email us and if it's a question about the 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 the, the division then we'll uh we'll read it on the podcast too that's nlfeastpod at gmail.com follow us on twitter follow the podcast on twitter at nlfeast brandon plug your little twitter not your that makes that sounds demeaning plug, plug your, your twitter. little twitter <laughs> plug your twitter account <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at Brando Grosso. I'm tweeting a lot about things that don't have to do with baseball. But if you want some more comedy bits. <laughs> You've been tweeting jokes again. I support it 100%. I know. I'm back on the jokes. I haven't been performing uh, since since uh, COVID. So it's like, you know what? That's how I'm getting that's how I'm getting my rocks off, boys. <laughs> okay. We, 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 hate that expression. Have, Isn't that a brutal know, we, expression? We, yeah, we could have found a different one. But uh, <laughs> you did it for the bit, Brandon. And for that, did I did it for the bit. You. 
Follow me on Twitter at NLFeastSam. And I'm Brandon. I think that's it. You got anything more to say before we get out of here? Happy New Year and bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>